You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. All right, and welcome back to the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. I was saying the open. Uh, very excited to have on Kate Majuk, who is a senior content creator for Gaming Society and NFL Voice that uh, you may have seen on Twitter. Kate, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing fantastic. I uh, am excited to join you to talk about uh, some female representation in sports because, you know, I'm I'm always here pumping my fist, uh, asking for more of it. And uh, to to see, you know, some allies in the space, it's always uh, it's always so comforting to see. And and God, we love allies. Yeah, we do. Yes. And uh, I'm I'm. (laughs) part of the LGBTQ community. So we know the importance of allies, of course. And uh, yeah, great to have a, a woman on to talk about the lack of female representation in sports. It would have been kind of strange if I had a guy on to do this. So I thank you <laughs> for joining me. Um, so you were one of several people uh, over the weekend on Twitter who was tweeting about Fox's all-male studio NFL lineup, seven men, zero women, uh, which in 2023 is really quite an anomaly. Um, just firstly, what's your reaction when you see something like that? Um, like just off the cuff reaction. It's an yeah. eye roll. It's an yeah. eye roll. Like I, I, so just very, very basic, right? Um, my initial reaction is it, it's an eye roll and it's frustrating because I have so many female voices in sports that I absolutely love to listen to. Yeah. Where are those voices? Cause they're nowhere to be found. And it's, it's super frustrating. There's so many talented uh, females in the space. And uh, honestly, then, you know, your gut reaction as you have that eye roll is to go to Twitter, start scrolling. And then you read the comments and it's Mm. really hard not to walk away, you know, from, from that scrolling. It's, it's doom scrolling. It's, um, it's disheartening, but I, I mean, that initial gut reaction, like, why are we still gatekeeping sports media to former players, to former head coaches? Because the last I checked, this is not, uh, you know, former coaching experience and former NFL player experience does not a entertainer make. Yeah. At least in no. sports media. No, exactly. And I think that Gronk, who's part of Fox's pregame lineup now, is the perfect example of that. Uh, He stinks in that role. Um, I think it's apparent he doesn't really prepare. I don't think he's particularly well-spoken in that forum either. And you contrast that with someone like Mina Kimes, who I think, Kate, is one of the best NFL analysts going today because it's so clear that she puts in the work. She watches film. She really cares about the job. And then, you know, I even watched someone like Tony Romo these last couple of seasons on CBS and 
it's apparent that he doesn't really put in the work or study. And I think a lot of these ex players and coaches don't. So you're right. I mean, it's not just like, oh, great. Like let's have representation for representation's sake. It's more about uh, they're not picking the best people for these roles. If they keep going the ex athlete and coach route, right? It's I'm like, it, it's super interesting to me because I, I watch these former players, former coaches. And I think, uh, the biggest point of frustration for me is that it's not that like these are all men. Obviously, the majority of uh, former coaches are men. There's like a, an absurd lack of, uh, you know, yes. female representation in the NFL coaching stratosphere, uh, though that's, you know, slowly starting to to change. But like so obviously, if that's the pool of people that you're going with, yes, that's going to be all men. Um, but my question is like, let's go back to building a product of entertainment. Like right. let's literally go back to broadcasting sports journalism 101 and ask ourselves, why are these former players, former head coaches, the ones that we're pulling from? Because it, like you said, the, the lack of preparedness, if uh, you know, even if we're hearing about what did, you know, how does your former experience as a head coach how does your former experience as a player in the NFL affect your analysis of this game? Like how does, uh, you know, your experience with uh, XYZ situation going into, um, you know, Arrowhead, for example, let's hear about what it was like, uh, you know, in this, you know, trying to call plays on the field in Arrowhead. Right. I want to hear about that. Like that's right. a broadcast I would tune in for. And that's not a broadcast that I would complain about watching seven men talk about if it's about your actual experience, but we're making game picks. We're talking about general NFL narratives. Um, you know, you're being provided stats by uh, all of those very well hidden, but uh, teams that uh, of researchers that should be celebrated behind every single NFL broadcast those stats aren't brought to you uh, by the former players, former head coaches. Those are stats uh, very, cult you know, carefully cultivated by uh, the giant team of researchers uh, that help support these broadcast teams. Like there's so much that we could be bringing to that broadcast. If that's the audience that you want to pull, like let's create a, a entertaining product. And I think to create an entertaining product, if that's our goal, it's to get the best in the business. You mentioned, uh, Mina Kimes, one of my absolute favorite analysts, period, has nothing yeah. to do with her gender. Not my favorite Correct. female analyst. Right. She is my favorite analyst, period. Like, let's remove all gender labels. Um, you, you, you know, you again, you have a, a much smaller pool of women that you can pull from. But like Cynthia Freeland, uh, her predictive mm -hmm. models have been immensely yeah. successful right. on NFL Network. Um, you have like a, a voice like Kay Adams, who yep. um, is one of the best like NFL conversationalists and just like get these voices in the space, because unless we're bringing, again, that on field experience, I don't know what I'm getting out of this panel of seven former players and head coaches. Like, what else are you bringing to the table? Because I'd rather hear the sports. And honestly, as a woman, like. I want to see somebody who looks like me. Like I, I want to see representation in a broadcast. I want to feel like I'm being marketed to. Um, I, right. it's, it's such basic marketing that we're just not, right. not really covering 46% of NFL fans ages eight plus are women and girls. Where right. are the women? 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly right. So yeah, one side of the equation is, as we were saying, you're not picking the best people for the job, regardless of gender. But there is that other side, as you mentioned, that is such a what just about half of NFL fans, women and girls, and you're not representing them as all at all. As, as you said, that's just in addition to not putting on the best product. That's just a huge marketing miss as well. Yeah, like I, I think there are so many different levels that you can approach that conversation at. Like, first of all, we we do want to provide more women in sports the opportunity to have voices within sports media um, just at face value because, um, you know, again, you know, having that head coach player experience does not an entertainer make. Um not having that on the field experience doesn't mean you can't talk about the sport and enjoy the sport and have a very intricate uh, knowledge and understanding of the sport. Um, it's it's so hard, and I I, I struggle to come up with uh, the you know the punchback to those Twitter warriors and yeah. like figuring out how to navigate that conversation and explain to people that. Um, women deserve a spot at the table to talk about sports it because it seems so basic yeah hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Twitter, I, I struggle with the Twitter thing. I mean, I wonder how many of those people are actual real human beings some of the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but I mean, I do think that, I mean, in recent years, we have seen it. I mean, I think Jess Mendoza is a great example when she was in the Sunday Night Baseball booth not too long ago. Uh, she was killed for her performance. And sure, I think I don't think she personally was a great analyst necessarily. But I mean, I think that anybody would be fooling themselves if they thought that her gender did not have a large role in the vitriol Backlash. that was directed towards her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's it's just it's um, it's interesting. Like it, there's almost this sort of notion that you know, women, you have to prove yourselves right. to be sports fans. Like um, I had tweeted about this a couple of weeks ago, or I think it was last weekend um, when we were watching the 49ers. Um, my wife and I were out at a bar. She uh, is part of the Niners Nation podcast and uh, was wearing her 49ers t-shirt. We're like there and uh, the gentleman next to us is saying like, oh, you're an NFL fan. Um, I'm going to quiz you on where oh. various six round picks went to college. Oh my God. And then uh, quizzed her on like, you know, okay, so who plays center for this team, this team, this team? She's oh. like, do you know the answers to those questions? It's like, no. She's like, would you have asked me those if I were a man, you know, saying that I work for the NFL and I, I work for the Niners Nation podcast? He's like, no. Uh, oh, like, wow. There's a, yeah, like very blatant, but there's this notion that we have to prove ourselves beyond what a man would have to prove once mm. we sort of state our fandom. Um, like you're allowed to just take, uh, you know, women fandom for what it is. And also like you're allowed to take, you know, football analysis from a woman at face value. Like it doesn't have to be football analysis 
from a woman, uh, it can be football analysis. And like, do you enjoy that analysis? Do you enjoy that commentary? Um, like, please let's, let's remove the, the gender from it entirely. Cause I just want to watch a fun broadcast. Like that's what I want to watch and watching like 60 year old men. Like I promise you, Alex, I promise you, if I told you that you were going to be able to watch like a bunch of 60 year old men, um, you know, like who are friends with your grandpa talk about football, yeah, right, exactly. you, nobody would want to watch that product. Nobody would, but because they like, they get, they, they do, they get a pass because of their, their, um, you know, history and, and what they've accomplished. All, like, don't get me wrong. All of these, um, men that we're talking about, like, especially on this, this specific box broadcast. So, so well accomplished, uh, their, their careers have been outstanding. Um, but like, we, we can't give them a pass as media analysts just because of their former tenures on the field. And, that's what gets me. Like I, I want some, I want the best voices for the job. And I do think some of those voices are women. Yeah. I mean, it's really just a bunch of grab ass. If you watch the Fox panel, especially it's just a lot oh. of yeah, fake laughter. It's really bad. And, they're, they're the, and I think all those pre studio shows suffer to that to an ex- suffer from that to an extent, but Fox has always been the worst. And still, and it's like, it's a lot of, you know, grown men inside jokes. Like, it's it's not necessarily even, you know, they're the full extent of their broadcast isn't even about previewing the games or discussing the games. Like it is, it's a lot of grab ass and it's a lot like, I, I don't care. I don't, I, I just do not care about a bunch of 50, 60 year old men and their inside jokes. I I'm here to listen to uh, your analysis on football and, and, you know, feel like I'm better prepared uh, or more excited to tune into the game because of what I heard you talk about. And that's not necessarily what I get. Um, You know, like we want, if that's the standard though, like coaches, former players, et cetera, like get, uh, you know, uh, Melissa Jacobs, uh, one of my favorite female voices in the the football space. She mentioned Amy Trask, um, former executive from the, the Raiders. Like she, she's a voice that, we could very much benefit from hearing and she's involved in sports media, like get her on there. Like we can, there are women that can fit this very specific bill. If that's what we're going for, we just need to think to include them and we need to be open when, you know, these broadcasts do finally bring them on because they have things to say that I want to hear. And I know, uh, you know, the 46% of NFL fans want to hear it too. That's a great point about Amy Trask with CBS, right? She's with CBS. Um, I, I, I forgot yes. but because I watched that pregame show too. I mean, you know, Phil Sims, like, I don't think he offers anything valuable. Why is he there besides, you know, instead of her? Well, I think because of what he accomplished as a player decades ago. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about you uh, mentioned here, Kate, is you said a few minutes ago, and I think it's hard for guys to conceptualize this. And I admit, I was surprised when you said that you and your wife, went out to a bar and a man really like that's like an SNL skit, right? A guy goes up and goes, can you name me all the six round picks? Like that's really still happening in 2023. It's hard to believe, but I guess it it is. Yeah. And you know, like my wife introduces herself, like she's a, she's a researcher for NFL network (laughs) and she says, I, yeah, I work for NFL as a researcher, as a statistical researcher. And people are like, Oh, but, but, prove this to me. And she's like, I proved myself in like the six something interviews 
that it took me to get this job, uh, providing stats to all of these male broadcasters that you uh, worship up and down. Like it, it, there is this element of proving yourself as a female sports fan and the, the idea that you have to prove yourself tenfold if you want to hold that tag as analyst is it's just so it's exponential. It's that experience that we had in this bar, just watching the 49ers game, minding our own business and multiply that times a hundred times a thousand. And that's what, you know, female analysts in this space have to overcome to justify, you know, why they need a seat or why they deserve a seat on a broadcast like this and why they have something valuable enough to say. And it's these little little shifts that we need to make in this, you know, discussion and pointing out the fact that that still happens today. I think that, um, you know, hopefully we'll start to, you know, continue to evolve our idea of what, you know, sports broadcasting looks like and what do we want to get out of the sports, uh, you know, broadcast experience as a viewer. And then, like, let's reshift the entire, like, I, I would love to just like blow it up, start from scratch and have Fox really think like, what, what would make a really entertaining product? And cause you know, at face value, your goal, right. Is to have, uh, to generate interest in the game that you're promoting, uh, that you're about to broadcast on your network. Um, you know, watching Terry Bradshaw play grab ass with, in you know, talk about Terry's money that nobody knows. Everybody knows is not Terry's money. Like that doesn't at all entice me to watch your product, like blow it up, start over. And yeah, like there are plenty of, of, you know, names, uh, in this space that are, that are male that I love to listen to, but there are a lot that I don't. And like, just literally start from scratch. And I would love to see the product that they actually came up with. If, gender weren't a barrier if former coaching experience or former playing experience weren't the only uh you know uh you know yeah, requirements yeah yeah like it, it i'd love to see what they could come up with because i think it could be a really good product but we'll see how that uh if that ever comes to fruition <laughs> well maybe they'll listen to us here uh kate thanks so much for taking the time i really appreciate it thanks for having me